What's going on, everyone? Hello, hello. Thank you so much for tuning in to this Realm of Existence podcast. Our purpose is to encourage you to go after all of your dreams and goals and to live your best life in this realm of existence. My name is Sharon W. and I am your host. This is a show about positivity, joy, magic, and inspiration because, let's face it, we all need those things from time to time. Today, I have the absolute pleasure of talking to Jenea Snell, who I've known for about 13 years. And today, we're going to talk about showing up as your true, authentic selves, as well as the societal pressures to fit in. So, Jenea, welcome to the show, and thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. It's such a pleasure. I'm super excited to be here. No problem. Thank you so much. I appreciate you being here. So Janae and I actually met at a law school forum, I believe it was back in 2009, right, in Atlanta? Correct, yes. I can't believe it's been that long, jeez. But but we have both, of course, since graduated, uh, both since graduated from law school and passed the bar, yay. I'm so glad those days are over. (laughs) Hello, don't forget that part. (laughs) Yeah, I never want to take another bar exam again, ever. Matter of fact, I'm not, okay? Hello. So, so Janaya is a graduate of Northeastern Law School, and she currently serves as general counsel for a nonprofit organization whose mission is to help individuals and families who have been directly affected by the criminal justice system. Now, the bulk of her work as general counsel includes dealing with compliance issues, which encompasses contract review, corporate governance, workplace investigations, HIPAA, and privacy. Now, in addition to her main legal position, Janaea also does various legal work for small business owners, whether it is helping them to set up their organization, contract templates, or general inquiries. And if that's not enough for this busy woman, as someone who is also heavily into her health and wellness, believing in a healthy body, healthy mind, and healthy heart, she has a business as a brand influencer with Revital U which makes affordable health and wellness products. You can visit her webpage at www.revital.com forward slash the number four, your health. Now a link to her website will be posted on the podcast page on the website. And you can also follow her on TikTok at Lady J-E-S-Q. Ooh, Janaea, girl, you are busy. <laughs> but again, welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you for having me. So glad so, to be here. Thank you. So, so Janae, you and I can relate in that Black women, especially as Black women ourselves, in particular, we, we find it hard to really just show up as our authentic selves, especially in corporate America, and me included at times. And as we both know all too well, in this legal profession, <laughs> while diversity has gotten a little better over the years, overall, it's still pretty dismal. And, you know, it's, it's dominated by Caucasian men. Even when I see, like, the partner classes that come out, like when they announce new partners, for law firms, it's still overwhelmingly one color. I mean, you may see a woman or two sprinkled in here and there, but it's still mainly Caucasian men. So that said, as a minority woman yourself, do you find it difficult to show up as your authentic self or have you in the past ever found it difficult to show up? Oh my God, the answer to that is absolutely. Um, I think it's gotten better over time as I've gotten older, but I still, from time to time, it's still very difficult um, because the main reason is as a black woman, I don't want to be labeled. I don't want your labels. I don't want to be the angry black girl because I'm firm or I'm assertive or I have, you know, a certain position about something. So I find myself at times kind of falling back 
being a little more muted, more apologetic than what I need to be, um, to the point I can give a prime example. Um, when I first started this new job, I was working with this woman and she was helping out with the lobbying and lobbying was something that was new to me that I didn't do and getting the paperwork. And I kept saying, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She was like, if you don't stop apologizing. And, <laughs> yeah. and this was, and I'll tell you, this was a Caucasian woman. She was like enough already. She said, there's nothing for you to apologize about a learning curve. It's this, it's that. But I just realized how much that's been in me to be so quick to say, you know, oh, I'm sorry, or oh, unless I confuse the issue, like to take on the burden and the blame or whatever, when I know for a fact, you're wrong. (laughs) You have the issue. (laughs) It ain't me, Mm -hmm. but I don't want to be viewed, you know, I don't don't want the label. So absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, that label is one thing. It's like that angry black woman where, other people have been termed to be, oh, they're passionate. They're just really, they're, they're assertive in a good way. They're just passionate about what they do. But then if you do the same thing or use the same tone, God forbid, you're labeled, you know, angry. <laughs> Absolutely. And I can even give another example um, or even labeled like as aggressive. So I was on a conference call. I was the only black woman on the conference call, person of color, period. And then we have two other white women and a white man. And I was speaking and then one of the women went to cut me off. And I said, excuse me, I'm not done yet. And I completed my sentence. And, do you know, I got an email from another individual because one of the people was from my organization I was like oh I thought you were gonna jump through the, the, um, the thing and smack her <laughs> I was like wow why did it have to be all of that yeah, just because like, I said Lord. excuse me I am not finished you know so for me just to even like I'm just supposed to let someone cut me off and interrupt me when we're in the middle of this dialogue it's it's bugged out. So it's really, so yes, showing up authentically, it's always a challenge. It's always a balancing act because, you know, I've been taught or I'm of an age where you've been raised as a black woman in America or a black individual in America, you have to be 10 steps ahead just to be five steps behind. Absolutely. So yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, the the funny thing is about showing up authentically as our true selves. I actually had a conversation um, with a friend of mine not too long ago. And I told her, like, I stopped perming my hair about three years ago. Um, I really started my spiritual journey that I'm on now about five or six years ago. But, you know, it took me a while, not going to lie, to stop perming my hair. I mean, not that you have to do that. Like, everyone's journey is their own. But I remember I had a dream recently about I was perming my hair in the dream and I was crying the entire time. And I was so upset in the dream, but I was trying to rationalize why it's a good idea. And But I was sad the entire time. And I woke up like, what the heck was that dream about? And so in trying to decode it, I reached out to my friend and she gave me some good information, um, you know, just saying that the dream could possibly mean I was feeling unsure about my self-image, which unfortunately as Black women, that does tend to happen. I mean, I'm sure that may happen with other women as well, but Black women, women in particular, and she also said, like, maybe perhaps I was reevaluating new new ideas in general, some of which may pertain again to my look and appearance as a Black woman. And then she went on to say that maybe I was facing an internal battle of what society expects of me and what I want, which is, you know, very prevalent to our conversation about showing up as your authentic self in a society really that wants you to fit in. But I thought that was interesting. And so I wanted to ask you, have you ever had dreams of that nature where 
it was trying to maybe tell you something about your life or something that you were working on? Absolutely. And I think that for me, when I have those types of dreams and those moments, um, it's really because I'm struggling with something. Um, there's a pivot, there's a change. I'm big on the, um, the book. I read a lot, you know, who moved my cheese. So I'm very, I try to be aware of my surrounding circumstances, what's going on, reading the writings on the wall. And when there's a shift and things are happening and coming, and when I have to make a decision, absolutely there. I, and I have my inner turmoil. Oh, it comes out in a dream. There's, there's no exactly. doubt about it. It comes exactly. out in my <laughs> dreams and, you know, and it can be a variety of emotions. Like I know I've even awakened at, at times and it's like, oh my gosh, I was crying in my sleep. Like I could tell. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah, absolutely. And I think, like I said, most times it's, it's when a, a life change is about to occur, when I really need to pivot, when I really need to quiet myself down because my mind runs too much so a lot of things will yeah they'll come to me in my sleep where it's like okay girl stop take a moment like what's really happening here absolutely okay great so then I'm not the only one because <laughs> that's good because I have these dreams sometimes and I wake up and not even just about you know me perming my hair that just happened to be that dream but it's just other dreams and I'm wake up and I'm like what is that what 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 was that trying to tell me like what's going on and you really do have to pivot and take a look at well what's going on in your life right now Maybe oh, it relates to something you're going through or something that you want to do, you know? Oh, for sure. For sure. Especially to me, I, it seems like when it's really major life decisions, that's when it's like, it's, it's there. Like, am I going left? Am I going right? Or am I going straight? Like, girl. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and listen, I understand that all too well. Oh my goodness. But you know what though? I remember the morning of that dream. It was weird. And I kind of had like an aha moment. Because I remember that morning. So I have like a few wigs. I love my wigs. You know, we, we are versatile with yes. our hair. We do the braids. We do braid outs. Whether you want to wear it in a fro, your wig, your weave, whatever. Listen, I say do you and be proud, right? But I remember I was going to wear my curly. I have like this curly Afro um, wig. Mm -hmm. And it's super cute. But it was weird. At the last minute, I changed my mind. And I said to myself, well, no, let me just put my hair in this conservative little ponytail. And in that moment, I really didn't think anything of it. Um, but then I, after I thought about it, I was like, wow, did I really just let society again dictate how I would show up? So has that ever happened to you where you wanted to wear a particular item of clothing or wear your hair a certain way, but then you changed your mind to, I guess, look quote unquote, more conservative or acceptable? Oh, absolutely. It's part of, you know, so the pandemic has changed things for me a bit, but it's kind of almost my part of my day-to-day -day thing. So my hair has been natural. I haven't permed my hair since um, November of 2011. And that's when I was pregnant with my son. And I never did a big top, but I just let it grow out and trim, you know, as needed. So if I wanted to, I could, you know, do my two strand twists and, you know, have a curly fro or whatever. And there've been so many times when I've done my hair, I've done the, the, the two strand twists in the moment of thinking, I'm going to wear my curls. I'm going to wear my, my, my hair out. And as soon as I'm ready to walk out the door and I'm in the bathroom, I'm like, no, 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 look at that. No, 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 no. You're a little too wild, girl. Mm -mm, we're not doing that today. Um, it'll even go into my dress and my clothing. 
There are things that I won't wear now that I would wear when I was 20, 25, because I'm like, well, I'm a woman of a certain age. I'm a mother. How do I want to look? I'm an attorney now. I'm a professional. How do I want people to see me and to take me serious? So it's, there's all these different variables that come into like, how I style myself, how I dress myself, even to the point of the makeup that I wear. Got this beautiful red lipstick. Mm-mm, I only wear that when I'm going out with my booth bang. I don't wear that to work. Oh, no, ma'am. All we get is a little bit of Vaseline. Well, a little bit like of ever? lip gloss, maybe. You know, I'll do lip gloss or I'll do more like a plummy color, but you won't gotcha. catch me in a red lip. Absolutely not. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and, and don't get me wrong. There are people who do it every day and they look so good. And I'm just like, wow, I wish I had the courage to do that because I'll put it on. I will. And then I'll look at myself and I'll take it right off. And in red, I look good in red, but I just, yeah, red is my favorite color. <laughs> there's something that stops me. There's something that's like, nope, you're being too bold. You're being too bright. You're being too loud. You're being just too, maybe too much. I don't know. So then I'm, I'm wearing my navies, my grays, my blacks, you know, I'll definitely always have pretty accessories. Like, so I love my, my bangles and, you know, whether or not they're in silver and gold, I'll always have nice jewelry on and things like that. I guess that's how I pop, but no, I won't wear the red lipstick. I won't wear the red blazer, even though I got it. And, oh, girl, it's banging. It's like, mm, only when I'm going out, only if it's a nighttime affair. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. It's, you know what? I'm yeah. glad you brought up clothing too, because red is my absolute favorite color. And I've done that before too, where I, you know, the blacks, the grays, the t- even tan, even though tan kind of washes me out. I don't know. Tan just doesn't look good on me mm-hmm. <laughs> at all. But red, like, for example, I think red and yellow, like they pop and I love them and they're, they're beautiful. But I've done the same thing where I would have, I may have on a black suit and I'll put on a bright red um, shirt underneath. And even that, I'm like, oh, you know what? No, let me put on the gray shirt. So then the whole outfit is now black and gray. Instead yes. of that one, but then I'll see women and you know that are not black women or other minority women, and they're wearing all kinds of colors. Oh, and then I'll, I'll like kick myself, and I'm like, well, you know what? Why didn't I just wear that red? Yeah. Or in times I've had worn it, I would like button up my blazer so it's not too much red showing. And I'm Absolutely. like, why, why am I doing that? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think you know, ultimately, regardless of what goes on out here in the world, and you know, advancements that are made. I'm sorry, and I'll just say it, and it'll, and it'll be a moment where I said what I said. Exactly. Black women are just viewed differently, yeah. and that's the bottom line. So it's like I watch what I do, I watch what I say, I watch how I say it, and that's it. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's, exactly. It's, 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 it's what happens. It yeah, when I walk out, when I walk out my front door, I pronunciate, I enunciate, I stand up tall, I sit up straight, I am polished and, you know, very, very, you know, professional and subdued and just, you know, (laughs) non-intimidating. I'm glad you, yes, non-intimidating. Showing up as our authentic, it's like we're not doing anything extra, we're showing up as our true authentic selves and it's just, I, I don't, I, we should not have to feel that, okay, I, I don't want to intimidate anyone or make them feel less than, yes. because that's not the goal. The goal is just to be me. 
you know, Absolutely. for you to be you, but it's we're viewed as this, oh well, who does she think she is type of Yes. Really? I mean, well, come on. <laughs> and I have to say, because and I'll just and you know, we can after this, it's very interesting because I also I I do my best to be friendly in in the workplace, open mind, um, very approachable. But when I tell you, you take that approach, and then people think, mm, I ain't got to do nothing. She's just a black girl. What? Excuse mm-hmm. me. Oh my gosh! Yes. You know. So I, I. So then, but but then yet, if I sit up in and if I but if I stand tall and I stand firm in my position, then you know, I'm every other thing. So it's like a, a girl can't win. <laughs> yeah, we we can't. It's and, and very I come to that conclusion. Yes. Like, yeah. You know what? I can't win. So I'm just going to be authentically me, even though admittedly, yes, I still struggle with it. Like I said, with my little curly Afro wig, it's just, you, we still struggle with it, but I, I've just decided, I'm like, I, I have to just go out and be me. And I remember back in college, I studied communications mm-hmm. and journalism and we had um, a women in media event one evening. It brought out TV and radio personalities and, you know, Philly, of course, cause that, that's where I am and mm-hmm. the surrounding area. And I had the pleasure of speaking to many of them uh, about just their careers in general. And I remember one beautiful, now retired news anchor explained to me when she started her job back in the 70s that she had an Afro and she was told if you want to be an, an, an um, anchor rather, that you had to straighten your hair, which she did. But then she explained how she wishes that she would have had the courage to stand up for herself, you know, and just to be her true authentic self. And another radio personality was told in the early 90s, the 90s, that she would need to remove her braids. Like, what? Are you are you mm-hmm. kidding me? So let's fast forward, right? More than 20 years later, we now have the Crown Act, which for those who may not have heard of the Crown Act, it stands for Creating a Respectful and Open World for Natural Hair. And this act passed on July 3rd, 2019, with California becoming the first state to prohibit discrimination against workers and students based on their natural hair. Janaya, I think it is such a shame that we even need to have such an act. But I want to get your thoughts on the Crown Act. So do you think it's a good thing to have? Like, what, what, what do you think of it? Well, I think it's unfortunate that we need it. Is it a good thing to have? I think so, because it impacts not just corporate America, but also educational institutions where we there have been throughout the years on the news tons of issues with you know young black children or children of color with dreads and you know the braids and at private institutions um and i think also in a corporate scope in you know corporate america i think it is great to have because honestly we get to work we're there we get the job right we we come in with our with our conservative look we get the job you know, we're there three, four years, and maybe we decide we want to change up our look again. We shouldn't be retaliated against that, you know, because of our hair. <laughs> it's sad that exactly. it's needed, but like, it shouldn't be the case. Like everything should be, anything in this life should be based on the merits and what you are able to do, what you're capable to do, and areas of improvement that are needed should be based on your work. It shouldn't be based on anything. It shouldn't be based on your hair. Like, absolutely it's just like, like, come on now. Like, yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> for it's real, insane. for real? Absolutely. I mean, absolutely. I, I guess it's good, I guess, maybe to have the actual legislation on the books so that I guess if someone is discriminated against based on their hair, they could likely sue, I guess, citing the legislation. 
Um, but admittedly, I don't, I'm not sure if every state has adopted it, but the legislation does provide for equal rights under the law, which of course is enforceable. But I, I don't know. The, the whole thing is just insane to me. I feel like this. If you choose to perm your hair, straighten your hair, wear a wig, weave, braids, locks, bantu knots, whatever, your red lipstick, <laughs> you know, as long as you, like you said, your merits, your experience, your, your education, it's, that should speak for itself. But unfortunately, this is the world we live in, right? And that's not always the case. I remember there was a study a while ago where it was a, a man, he submitted two resumes. You may have heard of this, I'm not sure, but he put an ethnic name at the top of the one resume and then a regular name like David or Michael on the other resume, but it was the same resume. And, and the ethnic sounding name resume, he didn't get, they, they said, oh, well, no, you don't have enough experience. It's this, it's that. But on the other one, oh, they loved it. He changed absolutely nothing, nothing. Absolutely. Well, I'm sorry, I have to say it, it's absolutely. Don't we talk about all that all the time within our, our inner circle about what we name in these kids? I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> exactly, yes, you're right. You're don't we right. always sit there and say, you want to give your child and your children an opportunity to succeed in corporate America? I mean, now, today in 2022, what the blessing is, is that entrepreneurship is growing so much and there's so many additional avenues to make money that it's not, to me, it doesn't, it doesn't matter as much. But if you're talking 20 years ago where we were knocking on someone's door 25 years ago trying to get this job, even my name, Jenea, is a bit like, mm, okay, we know she black, right? <laughs> um, right. Whereas if, you know, if, if, you, if your child's name was Madeline, Felicity, Brittany, Ashley, it, I, I know all black women named that name. Trust me, they walk in the door and somebody's like, oh. Like they're, they're startled because they were expecting a Caucasian woman. Just yes, saying. Yes, yes, I've seen that. I've, <laughs> I have absolutely seen that. And you know what? Speaking of names, uh, you and I, I know we've talked about how part of showing up as our authentic selves is, regardless of what your name is, having people pronounce it correctly and not being afraid to correct them. And, you know, my name, like I said, is Sharon. And people have called me Sharon, Sharoon, Shireen. And... Sometimes I didn't always correct them. I'm just like, oh, I'll just let it slide. But then after a while, I'm like, no, this is me. This is who I am. This is who my parents chose. This is what my parents chose to name me. And you will respect that, you know? And so part of being authentically you too is correcting people. I mean, you can do it in a respectful way. Oh, I'm sorry. My name is Sharon. And most people, they're there, you know, they're like, oh, I'm sorry. It's like, no, no big deal. You know, we've all pronounced a name wrong the first time. No, not a problem. But when you continue to do it after I've corrected you, because you want my name to be something else, that's a problem. Well, you know, it's really interesting that you would say that because I have times where I will sit there and I'll pick up my phone and I'll be like, hello, this is Janaya. They'll be like, hello, Janaya. Excuse me? I just said this was <laughs> Janaya. your name. And like, so you know how to pronounce my name better than I do? And I've been, girl, I've been called Janaya, Janaya, Janiana, Tanya, like all kind of foolishness. Oh I can't even, you know, we could go on and, you know, but I'll digress. But I think it's, I, I and so now at this point in my life, I, I am someone who is standing firmer and like, no, I'm sorry, it's Janaya. And I had one person say to me, oh, but I just said that. Sorry, no, you didn't. 
No, you didn't. Because why would I be correcting you? Like, can, can we not? Can we not? Can we just take it on the chin? Just sit up there and just say, you know what? My bad. Oh, I'm sorry. Great. Thank you for letting me know. I'll I'll make note of that. You exactly. know, it's girl. No, I can't. <laughs> we Listen, could go off for hours about this. Can, oh my goodness. Get a group of black women in particular. I'm sure we all have stories. Oh my goodness. But oh my goodness. Well, it looks like we're running out of time. So Janaea, oh my goodness. This has been such an amazing so, conversation. We're so sad. I love I know, it. We have right? to do it again. <laughs> oh, absolutely. You you know you'll be back, right? Absolutely. Yes, yes. But yes. listen, this has been so amazing. I just want to thank you so much. I know, listen, when I read your bio in the beginning, I know you are an extremely busy woman. So I just want to thank you so much just for taking time out of your schedule to uh, speak with me today. This has been an amazing conversation. And I know that this will help someone decide oh, to show up. Absolutely. They're authentic selves, you know? <laughs> absolutely. And sorry to cut you off. It's been yeah, my no absolute pleasure. pleasure. Thank you so much for inviting me. I feel so honored because I believe like we all have a story to tell and we all have a way to help people to kind of, you know, how do you say, um, blossom and bloom like a butterfly, you know, out of their cocoon. So this to me is just fantastic and amazing. And I can't wait to, you know, to chat again with other topics and other things. Um, so I'm it's super excited. Thank you so much for having me. No, thank you. But before we wrap up again, just please give everyone else, uh, I said everyone else, give everyone <laughs> that's listening your um, information where they can follow you as well as your website. Okay, excellent. So I am on Facebook. You can find me. I'm very open, probably a little too open. So it's Janaea, J-A-N-A-Y-A. My last name is Snell. That's S as in Sam and as in Nancy, E-L-L. Um, you please feel free to reach out and email me. It's my first name, dot last name at gmail.com. Um, as um, Jerome mentioned earlier, I have a... Um, a website for health and wellness products through Revital U, which they're just amazing. Um, that is www.revitalu. So that's R E V I T as in Tom, A L U.com forward slash the number four, your Y O U R health. So you can check out some things there if you're interested in supplements, health and wellness, and detoxing. I'm your girl. Um, and then also, too, if you ever need anything, any, I believe in making legal advice as accessible as humanly possible with the caveat Absolutely. that I am not your attorney. Let me just say that. Yes, <laughs> yes, you're the disclaimer. That, <laughs> I am this is I am not your attorney, but I really do believe in girlfriend advice and helping people and at least providing resources for those who need them because um it's just been something that has been outside of our reach far too long. So please, if there's ever anything that you need, feel free to reach out. And oh, also too, I'm on TikTok, Lady J Esquire. I have to do some more content. Don't mind me, but you know, <laughs> you know, please forgive me. But you know, come join me. I'm here. I'm available. And, um, you know, I can't wait to connect. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Yeah. TikTok. I, I have to remind myself like, okay, post some more content, post some more content. Cause I look at other people's pages like, okay. Yeah. I mean, and, and not to compare myself to anyone, you know, because we should not do that. But a lot of what I'm planning to do on this blog and podcast is I want to share some of my writings and I'll share like short blurbs on TikTok, like I'll perform poetry. And so I try to make it a mission to at least post the content that I say I'm going to, <laughs> you know? And so, so yeah, so I feel you on that. 
But um, all right, guys. Well, listen, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of this Realm of Existence podcast. And until next time, please remember that you are a magical being who can achieve whatever you set out to achieve. So go live your best life in this realm of existence. And also remember, you were not meant to fit in, okay? You were meant to stand out. So I need you to continue to be your authentic selves. And I wish you peace, prosperity, joy, and love. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>